الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا نحن نزلنا الذكر وإنا له لحافظون صدق الله العظيم Very briefly this poem that was recited in regards to the Hufaz we will translate it so we can understand what the poet is saying in regards to this poem so here he commences by saying shukriya e hafizo iska raho karte ada that oh hafiz of the Quran that continue making shukr to Allah wa ta'ala we also every moment of our life we are enjoying unlimited ni'mats of Allah ta'ala right now we are sitting in the masjid the fans are running so comfortable we are the safety the security of here no problem we got whatsoever this is a great ni'mat of Allah wa ta'ala that we are enjoying Today, perhaps we have come home, we have come from our homes. Some of us, maybe we have already had supper. What a ni'mat of Allah wa ta'ala, every grain of food that Allah wa ta'ala is providing. If a person has to just think a little bit, that today lunchtime I had biryani to eat, or whatever I had to eat, that biryani, so many ingredients put in that biryani, there's rice that is put in there, there's mutton that is put in there, or chicken that is put in there, there's potatoes that is put in there, there's vegetables that is put in there, there's so many masalas that is put in there. Ingredients from all over the world is put together for me in that one plate of biryani. But did I even think at the time when I was eating, or after I ate that food, Ya Allah, your namat I was eating. What a great bounty of yours I've enjoyed over here. So at every time make shukar to Allah wa ta'ala. Today children have forgotten to say Jazakallah. So much parents do for children. We don't say Jazakallah to our parents. And so many people have forgotten. They don't even say Jazakallah. Today it's thank you. Somebody does something, a person says thank you. Whereas we are making dua, we are saying, May Allah wa ta'ala reward you for what you have done for me. You're giving dua to such a person. So here, it says, here the poet says, Shukriya e hafiz, o hafiz of the Quran. Make shukar to Allah wa ta'ala. Quran, Allah wa ta'ala complains. Allah ta'ala says, that qalilum min ibadi ash-shakur. Very, very few people make shukar for my na'mats. And those few people that are making shukar of the na'mats of Allah, Allah ta'ala says, qalilam ma tashkurun. That you're making shukar. But very, very little shukar you make to Allah wa ta'ala. Two things if they come into the life of a person. They will reach Allah wa ta'ala in no time. One is when a person starts making shukar to Allah ta'ala. Every na'mat, Allah shukar, this na'mat you have given me. Allah, this na'mat you have given me. I make shukar. A person puts petrol in the car at the time when he's putting petrol. Allah shukar that today you have given me petrol. Don't worry about 20 rand a liter. Make shukar Allah is giving us that petrol. Allah is giving me the money to put that petrol in the car. Make shukar to Allah ta'ala. I'm driving on the road. Comfortably I've reached work. Shukar ya Allah. I have reached work. When I'm returning from work, I have come home. Shukar ya Allah. I have reached home. Today how many people are going to work? How many children are going to school? On the way they are kidnapped. How many people are returning from work? They don't know whether they're going to reach home. They're not going to reach home. 
that every moment we make shukar to Allah. So the Hafiz of the Quran also, you continue making shukar. Shukar on what? Khifze Quran ke liye Allah ne tumku chuna. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala selected you. Allah chose you to become Hafiz of the Quran. Every person's desire is I must become Hafiz. Every parent's desire is my child becomes Hafiz. But this is the choice of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Thalika fadlullahi yu'tihi may yasha. It's fazal of Allah. Allah gives whomsoever he wishes. How can we question Allah tabarak wa ta'ala? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah ta'ala elevated him. When Allah elevated Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, the Jews were very very jealous upon this. So Allah ta'ala puts a question to the Jews in the Quran. Am yahsuduna nasa ala ma atahumullahu min fadli. Are you going to be jealous upon what Allah ta'ala gave out of his grace? Allah gave out of his mercy? Somebody is driving a good car. Where did he get it from? Not his effort. Allah Ta'ala's kindness, Allah gave it to him. Somebody got a good house. Where did he get it from? It's not his effort. It is Allah Ta'ala that has given it to him. So how can we object to the decision of Allah Ta'ala? So Allah Ta'ala says here also, فَقَدْ آتَيْنَا عَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ الْكِتَابِ We have given the family of Ibrahim والسلام, the kitab. وَالْحِكْمَةِ Wisdom we have given them. وَآتَيْنَاهُمْ مُلْكًا عَظِيمًا Great kingdom we have given the family of Ibrahim Islam. Who, can, who is there to now object to that decision of Allah wa ta'ala. So this also which heart Allah Ta'ala selects, that heart Allah Ta'ala chooses, Quran Allah Ta'ala puts in that heart. So therefore the Hafiz of the Quran, make shukar to Allah Ta'ala, this is a great ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala that you are enjoying. In the previous time, in the time of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Quran was not in book form. Today hifz has become so easy. Today we got thousands of Qurans around us. Just take your Quran Sharif, go to the Ustad, you sit and in our town, here in Azadwal, there's no shortage. Perhaps every second, third house, somewhere and somewhere, hifz of the Quran Sharif has been taught. What a great ni'mat of Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala. But there there was no Quran because Quran came down over a period of 23 years. Whenever there was a need, then according to the need, Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala revealed Quran Sharif. So when Quran used to be revealed, Sahaba had to memorize Quran. And this is the speciality of Quran. This was not the speciality of the previous scriptures, the previous kitabs. The previous scriptures, the previous kitabs, how were they protected? They were protected in writing. But Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala protected Quran Sharif through the hearts. At one time in India, they found that there was a shortage of Quran. So all the stores that were selling Qurans, there's no Qurans that are found in the stores. So finally they did some research. They said, where are the Qurans going? So that time the British had come into India. In 1857, the British had come into India. So they were buying all the Qurans and they were burning the Qurans. So when the ulama found out that they burn in the Quran, so some of the ulama, they went up to the British, they said that, uh, what's the problem? Why are you people burning the Quran Sharif? So they said that we have realized that this is the basis of your deen. If Quran Sharif is with you, then you will remain upon deen. But if the Quran Sharif is taken away from you, then deen is going to be destroyed. So we decided, let us burn Quran Sharif. That will be the end of deen. So one alim, he brought one youngster. That child must have been about seven, eight years old. And he told the child, he told the British officer, he says, test this child. Where Wherever you want to test the child, test the child. So he tested the child. Read from here, read from there. Wherever he tested him, that child fluently he was able to read. So then he said that, see, this is only one child that I have brought. There are thousands of such children that have memorized the Quran and they committed the Quran to memory. Are you going to destroy the hearts of these children? They realize that we're wasting our time. In the Hadith Sharif, it comes Muslim Sharif. That, وَمُنَزِّلٌ عَلَيْكَ كِتَابًا لَا يَخْسِلُهُ الْمَاءُ كَمَا قَالَ عَلَيْهِ صَلَاةُ وَسَلَامٌ Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says that, Allah, Allah Ta'ala mentioned that, I will reveal upon you such a kitab, that the water will not be able to wash it away. What's the meaning of this? That if there is a disaster, if there, if there are floods, 
And if we have paper, if we have literature, what happens? When the water comes, everything is destroyed. If there's a fire that breaks out, if there's literature, there's paper, everything gets destroyed. But the Quran, the Kitab of Allah wa ta'ala is such, لا يغسله الماء Water won't wash it out. Meaning it is protected in the hearts of people. When it's protected in the hearts, how can it be destroyed? It is there forever and forever inshallah. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa himself, when Wahi used to come down, Quran used to be revealed, Nabi alayhi salatu also made a lot of effort trying to memorize Quran. So quickly Nabi alayhi salatu will start repeating the words of Quran. Allah ta'ala says, لا تحرك به لسانك لتعجلبي Don't move your tongue, O Nabi of Allah, so that that you will hasten in trying to memorize the Quran. No need for you to memorize so hard. No need for you to repeat it so hard. Inna alayna jam'ahu wa Qur'ana. It is our responsibility. It is, it is our duty that we will gather the Quran in your bosom. You will be able to memorize Quran. And we will make you recite Quran. It is mentioned such a miracle, such a mu'ajiza. On one side, Quran is coming down. On the other side, Nabi alayhi salatu perfectly he memorizes Quran. Not a difference in one zabar. Not a difference in one zair. Not a difference in one letter of the Quran. With perfection, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa had memorized Quran. And Nabi alayhi salatu he had encouraged sahaba also to memorize Quran. It is mentioned that from Makkah to Mukarramah to Madinah Munawwara, any sahabi made hijrat from Makkah and he came to Madinah Munawwara, Medina was newly established. So when Medina Sharif was newly established, they didn't know about deen. But the Muhajirs of Makkah, they had the opportunity 13 years after Nubuwa, they would Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi in Makkah Al-Mukarramah. They had already learned so much of Quran. When they would come to Medina Munawwara, Nabi Alayhi Salatu Salam will tell the Muhajir that go to this clan or this tribe of the Ansar. And your job is to teach them. Every tribe, so to say, every home became a madrasa. Haji Yusuf, uh, Haji Yusuf Rawat Sahib, he was in, uh, in reunion. And a uh, very, very wealthy person. He was so wealthy that perhaps it wouldn't be exaggeration. We heard from our elders that it wasn't exaggeration if you would say that perhaps half of reunion he had owned. Falaya Darin, that madrasa that is in Tadgeshwar, the Darul Ulum, it was financed by his family. In spite of being so well, he had so much of influence, influence at government level also. But in spite of being so wealthy, such a wealthy person, but Quran Sharif, he would sit after Maghrib with all his grandchildren in a masjid. And in reunion, he would sit and he would teach them Quran Sharif. There was another Yemeni Sheikh that was in Mombasa, very, very wealthy Yemeni Sheikh. He had so many properties, so many businesses. When they took, as Abdul Hamid Sahib went to Mombasa, they said that this garage, it belongs to this Yemeni Sheikh. This block of flesh belongs to this Yemeni Sheikh. This supermarket belongs to this Yemeni Sheikh. But the income that comes from the supermarket for that madrasa, the income that comes from the flats for that masjid, the income that comes from that garage for another institute of deen, so much Allah wa ta'ala had given him. But he would sit himself and he would teach Quran Sharif to his family, to his children, grandchildren, whoever he might be, he would teach them Quran Sharif himself. In one place in Dar es Salaam, one Yemeni person, Allah Ta'ala has given them that heart also. So he wanted to build a house. So the house that he wanted to build, five-star house, very, very wealthy person. But behind the house was a masjid. So the masjid was a very, very old masjid. Allah Ta'ala put it in his heart. He thought to himself, he says, I want to build a five-star house. But look at the house of Allah Ta'ala. So he said, how can I stay in that house when this is the condition? People are poor in that particular area. So what he did, he said, let me build a house of Allah first. He built a five-star masjid. When he built the best masjid, then he said, now I can build my house. Allah Ta'ala give us those qualities that we put deen first in every aspect of our life. One person, I, I was explaining to him that in the madrasa, that perhaps some, that we want to change the times of the madrasa. He said, we will sacrifice. The deen of Allah Ta'ala must be put first. He said, in my family, kitab reading comes first. Quran Sharif comes first. The deen of Allah Ta'ala comes first. 
this is how we must be. That deen must be first and everything after that. And if we do that, where wouldn't we reach? Where Allah wa ta'ala wouldn't take us? So in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is how Quran was imparted. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would make door. So the Hafiz of the Quran, he has to make door also. In the month of Ramadan, Nabi alayhi salatu wa would recite Quran to Hazrat Jibreel alayhi salatu wa And the year that Nabi alayhi salatu wa passed away, he didn't make one khatam of the Quran. Two times he read the Quran, the total Quran, from the beginning to the end, to Hazrat Jibreel alayhi salatu wa So a Hafiz of the Quran, door cannot stop. The door has to continue for the rest of his life, till the day he passes away, he must make door of the Quran. In the tale there was what? There was one alim, Mulana Salotsab, and till the old age, approximately 70 years old, he was still reading Tarawih Salah. So on a Sunday morning, they would tell him that Mulana, come, we're going to the beach. The whole family is going to the beach. They were staying in Durban. So they said, let's go to the beach. So he says, I do not leave my house until I finish my five paras of the Quran. The other day I met Abu Bay Rawa, uh, uh, Abu Bay, uh, what's it? Varachia, Abu Bay Varachia. So he was telling me that in Impangeni somebody passed away. He says every day one khatam of the Quran he is making. Every day one khatam of the Quran. So in this day also, in this time also, there are people that are reading so much of Quran. In Ramadan we find that in the Khankayam, they ask the, the, the people that are sitting for Yatikab, that write down how much of Quran you are reciting. There are people, 25 paras a day they are reciting. There were people, one khatam of the Quran daily they are reciting. So Quran, to recite Quran, it is never too little. How much we can read is still very, very less. We, can, we must try and read more and more for the pleasure of Allah wa ta'ala. So nevertheless, we explain that in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sahaba, they were encouraged to recite Quran, to memorize Quran. So they started memorizing Quran. Sahaba would vie with one another. They would compete with one another. A Sahabi will say, I learned so much. Another Sahabi will say, I learned so much. To the extent when they made nikah, it is mentioned there were times where the mahar was to teach the wife so many verses of the Quran. Although this is not acceptable in the Hanafi madhab, maybe in the other mazahib there is some concession for this. The riwayat comes in Bukhari Sharif. One woman came to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. She tells Nabi alayhi salam, Ya Rasulullah, I want to be one of your wives. I want to make nikah to you. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, at this time I have no need. I don't want to make nikah at this time. So one sahabi stands up in the gathering. That sahabi says that, Ya Rasulullah, that get me married to this woman. So Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, what do you have to give the mahar of this woman? So the sahabi was so poor, he was so poor, he only had one lungi. He says, I only got one lungi. So he says, you cannot give this one lungi in mahar. So what must you give? So Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, go get something, maybe an iron ring, which is of minimal value. Go and get that much, and you can give that as mahar. So he said, Ya Rasulullah, I'm helpless. I can't even go and get that. Nabi alayhi salam asked him the question. He said, do you know Quran? Do you know any verses of Quran? He says, yes, I know verses of the Quran. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, okay, you teach her certain verses of the Quran, and this will be considered as the mahar. So this is how they learn Quran in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasalam. And in a short span of time, many, many hufaz and many, many qurra, they had completed, they became complete hafiz of the Quran. They had memorized the entire Quran because the Arabs, Allah Ta'ala had blessed them with excellent memories. It mean, when it came to poetry, thousands of poems the Arabs had memorized. It is mentioned they knew their family lineage. If you ask us, our family lineage, somebody might say, I know up to my great-grandfather. Somebody great-great-grandfather. After your great-great-grandfather, can you remember, do you know anyone else? No, we don't know. But the Arabs, they knew the entire family lineage. And not only their family lineage, the family lineage of the animals also. They knew that family lineage also. So, so such excellent memories Allah Ta'ala had given him. So in a short span of time, many, many graduated at Hufaz. 
It is mentioned when the battle of Bi'r Mauna had taken place, where the Kuffar asked Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that Ya Rasulullah, send to us your Qurra to teach us Quran. It is mentioned Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam selected 70 Huffar, 70 Qurra, and he said, go and teach them Quran Sharif. So these 70, they went to teach them Quran. These people, they deceived Nabi Alayhi Salatu Wasallam. When they reached a particular spot, Bi'r Mauna, where there was a well of Mauna, when they reached this particular area, this particular spot, they had killed these 70 Qurra. When Nabi Alayhi Salatu Wasallam was informed of this deception, it is mentioned he read the Qunut Nazila in the Fajr Salah. He cursed these people. And this remained for a period of 30 days. That is why in the Hanafi Mazhab also, the Qunut Nazila that we read in the Fajr, you cannot read more than one month. When there is a difficulty upon the Ummah, when there is problems upon the Ummah, we read the Qunut Nazila. But only for one month, not more than one month. So 70 Qurra had already lost their lives here. And after Nabi Karim Wasallam, in the time when the battle of Yaman, had taken place according to one narration they also 70 sahaba they lost their lives and one narration comes 700 sahaba had lost their life so how many people had graduated as hufaz in the lifetime of Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam this occasion also is a very very mubarak very very blessed occasion little little boys they will be completing the Quran Sharif Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala when he would make khatam himself he made khatam of the Quran he would gather his family members and he would say sit here and all of them will sit and make dua and then Anas radiallahu ta'ala used to say, Lahu in the khatmil Quran da'watum mustajaba. That that person that is making khatam of the Quran Sharif, at that time his dua is accepted in the court of Allah. This is an occasion where duas are accepted. Every person that is sitting here, we don't know what needs people have come with, what problems people might have in their lives. But sitting wherever you are, khatam of Quran is taking place. Make dua to Allah Ta'ala. Wallah, I have this problem. Somebody's got some illness. Somebody's got some financial problem. You make dua to Allah Ta'ala, that need of yours will be fulfilled. That dua will be accepted and washajaratun fil jannah and Anas radiallahu ta'ala says you make khatam of the Quran there is a tree that is planted for a person in jannah in another hadith it is mentioned of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam man khatam al-Quran awwal nahar that person makes khatam of the Quran in the beginning part of the morning early in the morning he made khatam of the Quran sallat alayhi al-malaikatu hatta yumsiya that the malaika make dua maghfirat dua of forgiveness for that person until the evening waman yakhtimuhu akhiran and that person that made khatam of the Quran in the last portion of the evening. Then sallat alayhi al-malaika tuhatta yusbiya. The malaika make dua'i maghfirat for that person until the morning. So there's great virtues of, for, for, for making khatam of the Quran Sharif. It is mentioned in the ayat of the Quran that I've recited, Allah Ta'ala mentioned, inna nahnu nazzalna dhikr. We reveal the Quran Sharif. Wa inna lahu lahafidun. And we have taken the responsibility of protecting the Quran. Look at the word Allah Ta'ala uses here. Wa inna lahu lahafidun. We are hafid of the Quran. So in other words, actual hafid of the Quran is who? Is Allah Ta'ala. But when a child makes a little bit of effort, a person he becomes hafiz of the Quran, that title which was a title of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala now transfers it that I give you my title. Because you have made a little effort, you have memorized the Quran, I give you my title. A person he makes a little bit of an effort and he becomes an alim, he becomes a mufti. In reality, who is mufti? Allah Ta'ala says, nisa. They ask you the fatwa, O Rasulullah in regards to women. Say to them, Allah Ta'ala will give you the fatwa. The fatwa comes from Allah. So who is mufti? Allah is mufti. But you made a little bit of effort. Allah Ta'ala says, that title which is my title, I will give it over to you. So that titles of Allah Ta'ala is given to us. And how Allah Ta'ala has protected the Quran. These little, little children, they will protect the words of the Quran. That every word of the Quran they have memorized. 
the, the mufassirin, the commentators of Quran, they protect the meaning of the Quran. So the meaning of the Quran is also protected. The Quran, those that are Qaris, they protect the tajweed of the Quran Sharif. And there are those people that are the experts in the writing of the Quran. Quranic calligraphy, you cannot write how you want to write. There is a particular way that Quran Sharif is written. Those that are the experts of Rasmul Khat, they will protect the writing of the Quran. When it came to the eloquence of the Quran, no kitab, no language can compare with the eloquence of the Quran Sharif. It is mentioned, Allama Tantawi Rahmatullahi. So on one occasion, some people were speaking to him, perhaps they were debating with him in regards to the eloquence of the Quran. So Allama Tantawi Rahmatullahi told him, he says that you explain to me in regards to Jahannam in the most eloquent manner that you can explain Jahannam. So they explained Jahannam in whichever words they could explain Jahannam, they explained Jahannam. So then he recited the verse of the Quran that Allah Ta'ala how he explained Jahannam. يَوْمَ نَقُولُ Jahannam. On that day of Qiyamah, we will say to Jahannam, Halim Talat, are you now full of Jahannam? And what will Jahannam say? وَتَقُولُ Mazir. Jahannam will say, are there more people to put into me on that day of Qiyamah? Meaning it will never ever be full. So here they realize that we cannot compare to the eloquence of the Quran. Quran Sharif. And his little little children that become Hafiz of the Quran, ask them what is the virtue of becoming Hafiz of the Quran. Those that have started Hibs, ask them what is the virtue. They don't know what is the virtue of becoming Hafiz. Perhaps the parents know and the parents won the crown on the day of Qiyamah. So they put that child to become Hafiz of the Quran. But these children do not know. So much of effort they make for the Quran Sharif. Whereas there are so many other riwayats, other narrations of Rasulullah Wasallam that do this Amal, do this Amal, you will get so much reward. Nobody will make so much Amal on those narrations. But when it comes to hills of the Quran, everyone wants my child must become Hafiz of Quran. This is how Allah Taala protects His Kitab. Allah Taala has an amazing way of protecting the Quran Sharif. It is mentioned there was one person, Qari uh, Rahim Bakhsh Rahmatullahi. So he was a student of Qari Thanaullah Pani Patti Rahmatullahi. I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, or Qari Fatah Muhammad Sa Pani Patti Rahmatullahi. Qari Fatah Qari Fatah Muhammad Sa Pani Patti Rahmatullahi. So Qari Rahim Bakhsh Rahmatullahi. He had completed the Qur'an, he became Hafiz of the Qur'an at the age of 10 years old. And at the age of 10, he used to give his Ustad Dor one Qur'an Sharif every day. Every day, one Khatam of the Qur'an, he used to give Dor to his Ustad. And it is mentioned that when he was a young man, then at that time he used to read eight paras of the Qur'an Sharif in Tahajjud Namaz. So an Hafiz of the Qur'an, Tahajjud Namaz he must read. And if he can't wake up in the early hours of the morning, then after the Isha Salah, after we read our Sunnah Salah, read your Tahajjud Namaz at that time. And after the two rakats, and then read your Witar Salah. So he used to read eight paras. And when he was still studying, when he was still studying, at that time he was much more stronger. So that time 15 paras of the Qur'an Sharif he used to read in Tahajjud Namaz. So if any person, he used to say that any person that says he is Hafiz of the Qur'an, it means from Surah Fatiha right to Surah Nas, he must be able to read Qur'an with no mistakes. And if you cannot read with, with, you cannot read without mistakes, that means that person not qualified, he's not Hafiz of the Qur'an Sharif. So anyone that came and said, I'm Hafiz of the Qur'an, immediately he'll sit down, he'll say, right, let me test you. If you're able to read the entire Qur'an. Once he came by Haji Farooq Sahib, Rahmatullahi. So when he came by Haji Farooq Sahib, Rahmatullahi, so at night, late at night, he made wudu. So when he made wudu, he said, now let me read Tahiyyatul Wudu. That this also is great fazilat, that a person, every time he makes wudu, he reads two rakats of namaz. Hazrat, uh, Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala, 
Nabi Ali Salatusam heard his footsteps in Jannah. Nabi Ali Islam asked him, Oh Bilal, that how is it? I heard your footsteps in Jannah. Hazrat Bilal radiallahu anhu said, Ya Rasulullah, that any time my wudu breaks, I renew my wudu, then immediately I read two rakats, tahiyyatul wudu. On that Allah wa ta'ala made his that Nabi Ali Islam heard his footsteps in Jannah. So here also when he came by Haji Faruk sahab rahmatullahi, so he made wudu, so he said, let me read two rakats, tahiyyatul wudu. So Haji Faruk sahab rahmatullahi said, let us also join him. In the Hanafi madhab, in nafil, in nafil namaz, if you want to make jamaat, Without calling people, you cannot invite people. But there are two or three people there and they want to make jamaat. It is permissible to make jamaat. But it cannot be more than three musallis. There must be the imam and maximum three musallis. So they made jamaat. They say he started his salah and with ease, he completed ten paras in the two rakats. Two rakats, he completed ten paras of the Quran. How much of barakah Allah wa ta'ala had given him? There was one particular person, Ibn Lubban. He had completed his hives at the age of five years old. At the age of five, four years old, he started his, and at the age of five, he had already completed his. Hafiz ibn Hajar Asqalani, rahmatullahi, he was the commentator of Bukhari Sharif. It is mentioned he completed his hifz at the age of nine years old. When he was twelve years old, in the haram of Makkatul Mukarrama, he was already leading the Tarawih Salah. How Allah Taala blessed them in that young age of theirs, that in the haram of Makkah, he is already performing Tarawih Salah. It is mentioned Imam Muhammad Rahmatullahi. He is a student of Imam Abu Hanifa Rahmatullahi. So Imam Muhammad Rahmatullahi, one day he came to Imam Sab Rahmatullahi. He asked Imam Sab Rahmatullahi one masala. So he said that, tell me that a young boy, he is not baligh. And this young boy has read his Isha Namaz. And after reading Isha Namaz, he goes home and he sleeps away. Now in his sleep, this boy becomes Balif. So that Isha Namaz that he has performed, is that Isha Namaz valid or does he have to repeat it? So Imam Nifa Rahmatullahi told him that, that Isha Namaz has to be repeated because whatever you do before becoming Balif, that is regarded as Nafil. Now that he has become Balik, it has become Faraz. Like a child, you, you're going for Hajj. So you take your child for Hajj. Maybe he's seven years old, eight year old child. He's not Balik. So you went for Hajj. So the Hajj that you perform with the child, that is Nafil. You're going to get the reward for it, for taking that child. But the Faraz of the child hasn't been completed. He's not absolved of his responsibility. Tomorrow when he becomes Balik, he has to perform his Hajj all over again. So Imam Sahib Rahmatullahi says, no, he has to repeat his salah. So Imam Muhammad Rahmatullahi went in one corner and he read that Isha Namaz. So then Imam Sahib Rahmatullahi understood that he asked the masla in regards to himself. So he said, this is a very intelligent boy, he will become something. He will become a great personality one day. So after some time, he came to Imam Sahib Rahmatullahi. And he told Imam Anifa Rahmatullahi that I want to become Hafiz of the... I want to study in your madrasa. So the condition for studying in the madrasa of Imam Abu Hanifa Rahmatullahi was that you have to be Hafiz of the Quran. Because that was a time when they used to make ijtihad. There is no ijtihad today. They used to go directly into Quran Sharif. Directly into Hadith Sharif. And they used to extract the Masail of Deen directly from Quran and Hadith. Today there is no mujtahid in the world. Nobody has got the ability of making ijtihad and extracting Masail directly from Quran Sharif and directly from Hadith Sharif. What we do, the Masail that the Fuqaha have taken out, we just explain those Masail, we narrate those Masail. And if there's a new masla that has come about, for example, a person is in the rocket and now he's going to space. Now where, which namaz time does that person follow? So there are usul of the fuqaha, there are principles of the fuqaha. So under those principles, the masail are then extracted. But there is no mujtahid that extracts masail in this day and age 
directly from the Quran and Hadith. But in that time, they used to extract. Therefore, it was necessary that a person is a Hafiz of the Quran. So Imam Muhammad, Rahmat, Imam Sahib Rahmat, said, I cannot accept you. You're not Hafiz of the Quran. So Imam Muhammad Rahmat, went away. After seven days, Imam Muhammad Rahmat, came back. When he came back in seven days, he had memorized the entire Quran. He became Hafiz of the Quran. Sharif. What a miracle. Hazrat Mawlana Zafar Ahmad Usmani Rahmatullahi. A very great alim. Mawlana Zafar Ahmad Usmani Rahmatullahi says that in Burma, in Rangoon, there was a girl that was born Hafizah. Allah is not in need of anyone. This girl was born Hafizah. And when she had reached the age of four, then this little girl would be taken. And the father would take her to the masajid, she would sit on the mimbar and she would recite Quran. But after reciting Quran, people used to come and used to give money. So Mawlana Zafar Ahmad Uthmani Rahmatullahi said that, see, that I fear that you're going to lose this child. Don't take money from people. Stop taking money. We cannot take money for Quran Sharif. A person that comes onto the Musalla for Tarawih Salah, he cannot take money for performing the Tarawih Salah. So here also Hazrat said that don't take money. And in one week's time, that child had passed away. Imam Zuhri Rahmatullahi, Ibn Shihab Zuhri Rahmatullahi, 80 days, Ibn Shihab Zuhri Rahmatullahi had memorized the Quran. So there are many, many such miracles. There's a kitab that has been written, approximately over 1,000 pages of these miracles. How people have memorized the Quran in a short span of time. Today, Allah Taala. today also it's a miracle that in this day and age, when there's so much of entertainment that is there, so much of technology that is there, every child has a cell phone, so much of destruction. But in spite of this, throughout the country, people and perhaps throughout the world, that little, little children are making qurbani, they're sacrificing and becoming hafiz of the Quran Sharif. The Quran Sharif is a kitab of Allah. As Mawlana Abraul Haqsab, he was very, very particular about showing respect to the Quran Sharif. On one occasion, the Darul Uloom, they decided to invite Hazrat Mawlana Abraul Haqsab, Hardoi Rahmatullahi, for the Jalsa. It was time for Jalsa. So they said, let us invite Hazrat that he must come for the Jalsa. So they wrote to Hazrat and they invited him for the Jalsa. Darulum Zakaria also, the Jalsa was approximately the same time, normally one week earlier there and one week later here. So they also decided to invite Hazrat Mawlana Abraul Haqsab, Rahmatullahi. So when they invited Hazrat, this Darul Uloom, on the letterhead, they had a picture of the Rahal. The Rahal is that uh, the, the stand on which they place the Quran Sharif. We don't use it here, but in Makkah Sharif, Medina Sharif, there's only Rahal in the Haramain, in the two Harams. So they had a picture of the Rahal, and the Rahal it was open. So Mawlana Abraul Haqsab, Rahmatullahi, our Akabirin, as such, any error they will pick it up and they will point it out to make our Islam. So in the moment they picked it up, so Hazrat Mawlana made an indication. He indicated towards it. He said, see the Rahal. This is exclusively, this stand is exclusively for the Quran Sharif and for no other kitab. And the Quran Sharif, if you're not reading Quran, Quran Sharif must be closed. You can't leave the Quran Sharif open. So you people have got the Rahal open. This is showing disrespect. What respect he had for the Quran Sharif. When Hazrat Mawlana came to South Africa before, in our country, the Qurans that were in the masjid, they were not in a very, very good state. And the Quran Sharif also were not covered as well. But when he came here and he spoke that now the Qurans that are in the masajid, etc., the Quran must also have a cover. You wearing clothing. So why mustn't the Quran Sharif have clothing? So cover the Quran Sharif. Hazrat Mawlana used to say that the cover on the Quran Sharif, when you wear clothing, you don't wear your clothing forever. <clears throat> But your clothing is washed also. So the cover that is on the Quran Sharif, that must also be washed. 
But as the Muna used to say, when you wash the cover of the Quran Sharif, this is a special cover. So the water that you will squeeze out after washing it, he says, this you cannot throw it in the gutter. This is the water that is coming out from the cover that is attached to the Quran Sharif. So he used to say that, take this water, throw this water into the garden. Or if you cannot throw it into the garden, if you got more respect, then sprinkle it in your home. This is barakat. That uh, material is material. But when it's attached to a Quran Sharif, it has become special. A brick is a brick. But when that brick has become part of Kaaba Sharif, part of the Haram of Medina Sharif, part of our masjid, then what is the position of that brick? So, so much of respect Hazrat Mawlana used to have for the Quran Sharif, for those that are attached to the Quran Sharif. It is mentioned that uh, Mawlana... Um, in, in Madinatul Munawwara, Hazrat Mawlana, he passed away, I can't remember his name now, that uh, he, it is mentioned when he had passed away, after, after he passed away, they opened his qabr, they rebury over there in Madinatul Munawwara, so they opened his qabr, when they opened his qabr, he was the father of Mawlana Aftab Sahib Rahmatullah, so when they opened his qabr, they found that uh, the body is absolutely intact, Two, three times they opened the cupboard, they found the body was 100% intact. So they asked his son, Mawlana Aftab Saab, they said that how is it that your father's body is like this intact in the cupboard? He says that my father, what a great sheikh he was. He was Ustad of Mawlana Qasim Saab, Sema Rahmatullah. So he said he was such a great personality, but a Hafiz of the Quran, he wouldn't even stretch his feet in the direction of the Hafiz of the Quran. As Mawlana Rafiq Haturani Saab, their father was Mawlana Ahmad Haturani. And he was a great alim himself. But when Mawlana Rafiq Sahib and them completed hymns of the Quran, Mawlana Ahmad Haturani Sahib used to open the door for them. And used to allow them to sit down. That these have become, these children of mine have become Hufaz of the Quran. So a Hafiz also, we show respect to the Hafiz of the Quran. The Kitab of Allah Ta'ala, we have to show respect. The cover that is attached to it, that also we show respect. Everyone and everything that is attached to the Quran Sharif holds special value in the sight of Allah wa Ta'ala. Allah wa Ta'ala give us that understanding. And further he says, gee, we forgot about this. Gee, he says, Das Azizo ki safarish ka tume mujda mila. That, that person that has become Hafiz of the Quran Sharif, you got the honor of interceding on behalf of 10 family members. That on the day of Qiyamah, no person can intercede except that Allah Taala gives permission. Amongst the people that will intercede on the day of Qiyamah on behalf of another, the Anbiya Salatu will intercede. The Shuhada, those that were martyred, they will intercede. Similarly, a Hafiz of the Quran, Allah will give him permission that you may intercede today on the day of Qiyamah. So you got the honor of interceding on, on, on behalf of 10 members of your family. Isse barkar Quran ka bala kya That what can be greater than this, that you become Hafiz of the Quran Sharif, that you memorize Quran Sharif, that tomorrow 10 members of your family, you'll be taking to Jannah. And which members of, the, of your family? In the Hadith Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned, man qara al-Quran, that person that reads Quran, fastadharahu, meaning he memorizes Quran, he regards halal as halal. This is the condition. He must regard halal as halal. وَحَرَّمَ harama, And he regards haram as haram. أَدْخَلَهُ اللَّهُ الْجَنَّةِ Allah will enter him into Jannah. وَشَفَّعَهُ فِي عَشَرَةٍ مِّنْ أَهْلِ بَيْتِهِ كُلُّهُمْ قَدْ وَجَبَتْ لَهُ النَّارِ He will intercede on behalf of ten members of his family, such members that Jahannam had become wajib upon them. They were supposed to enter into the fire of Jahannam. Allah Ta'ala will remove them, Allah Ta'ala will protect them and enter them into Jannah. So this is what can be greater than this, 
virtue of becoming Hafiz of the Quran, Mil gaya hai rab se, das be asro ko asra, that ten people that had no protection, they were doomed for Jahannam, Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala will give them protection tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah, on what basis? Because of this child that has become Hafiz of the Quran. In the time of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, he was passing by one qabr. So one person was being given adab in the qabr. So Isa al-Islam passed, he went away. After some time, Isa al-Islam came back. And this person wasn't being given adab anymore. So Isa al-Islam was amazed that what action could this person be doing because he's in the qabr. He made dua to Allah Ta'ala. That oh Allah, what action is this per- could this person be doing that you protected him from the adab of the qabr? Allah Ta'ala said, Oh Isa, that when this person passed away, he lived, left a little child. And when this child came of age, four years, five years old, the mother took this child and put this child in the maktab, in the madrasa. When this child went to the madrasa, the ustad teaches the child, first thing, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, read Bismillah. The child is saying in the name of Allah, most beneficent, most merciful, and he is calling me beneficent, he is calling me merciful. I am punishing the father. Allah Ta'ala says, I couldn't take it. I removed the azab from the father. So ten people that didn't have protection, Allah Tabaraku wa Ta'ala will give, give them protection. Abu that the father of this child that has become Hafiz, the mother of this child that has become Hafiz, Allah Taala will grant them a crown on the day of Qiyamah. That person that reads Quran, he makes amal on what is on the Quran. See again here, amal on the Quran. They also amal on the Quran. He has to act on the Quran. He has to live by the Quran. The parents will be given a crown on the day of Qiyamah. And the brilliance of this will be more brighter than the sun. The sun is 93 million miles away. But when it's hot, when it is bright, how bright is the sun? Nabi Islam asked the question, what do you think about that person that makes amal of the Quran, that become, became hafiz of the Quran? What would Allah Ta'ala give him? It is mentioned in another hadith, يُقَالُ لِصَاحِبِ الْقُرْآنِ It will be said to that person that memorized the Quran, اِقْرَأْ وَرْتَقِي That read and you start ascending. اِقْرَأْ وَرْتَقِي وَرَتِّلْ كَمَا كُنْتَ تُرَتِّلُ فِي الدُّنْيَا and read how you used to read in the dunya. فَإِنَّ مَنْزِلَكَ إِنَّ آخِرِ آيَةٍ تَقْرَأُهَا Your position is in Jannah when you reach the last ayat of the Qur'an. When you will complete your Qur'an, the longer you take to read, the higher you will go in Jannah. That is the position that has been afforded to a Hafiz of the Qur'an Sharif. That is why if a person can become Hafiz, become Hafiz ourselves. Even if a person has reached old age, no problem. The other day I met one person of uh, a month back perhaps, he's in a Darul So he's telling me, I am 73 years old. At the age of 73, he's sitting in the first year, the alim course. He says, I want to become an alim of deen. And there are many people that have this desire. Mawlana Abrarul Haqsab, he used to say, he says that if a person wants to become Hafiz of the Quran, even if he's old, there's no need for him to worry. He says, all you need to do is learn one line of the Quran. According to Mawlana's calculation, if you learn one line of the Quran every day, he says that in one year, you will complete one para. If you learn one line a day, in one year, you will complete one para. And one line is not difficult. How long is it going to take to learn one line of the Quran? Chari? So now a person might think, I'm already 60 years old, I'm 70 years old. Where am I going to live for the next 30 years to complete the Quran? So he says that if you have to pass away every day, even if the same line you're reading every day, and you can't memorize it, but you're just making the effort. When you pass away, you passed away doing hips of the Quran. So when you pass away doing hips of the Quran, in your qabr, a farishta will come. And that farishta will teach you the Quran every day. Tomorrow you will come up on the day of Qiyamah, you're Hafiz of the Quran. So nobody got any excuse that I can't become Hafiz of the Quran. How old a person might be, he can also do hips of the Quran, Sharif. 
اب بھی امی کو اللہ تاج کل پہنائے گا جس کے آگے چاند سورج کو گرہن لگ جائے گا بفور وچ دا سن اینڈ دا مون ول بی اکلپس اٹ از نتنگ دا سن اینڈ دا مون ہولڈ نو ریجنس بفور دس کراؤن شرط بس یہ ہے نہ ہو قول اور عمل میں فاصلہ as i mentioned that the condition is this that in the in the speech of a person and the amal of the person you reading quran your amal mustn't be contradicting that it must be according to that then he com- continues and he says that hifz quran ke alfaz tumne kar liya you have now learned the words of the quran sharif and you have filled yourself with the nemats and the bounties of allah tbaraka wa taala by learning the words but the time has now come that you start making amal in your life tab amal ki motiya chunne ka aaya marhala the time has come now in your life that make amal not only the words of the quran but but live by the quran sharif these children that have completed make dua to allah tbaraka wa taala allah tbaraka wa taala accept them allah accept their families really it's a lot of effort to become hafiz of the quran it's not something that is easy and the parents make so much of effort early in the morning there are children that are here half past 3 in the morning sometimes i have to tell the parents you can't the child can't wake up half past 3 how can you wake the child up half past 3 then he must go to school then he must come here to the to the to the madrasa and then he finishes here at 7 o'clock in the evening and then he is going home let them wake up little late half past 4 we starting at 5 o'clock let them wake up half past 4 on a sunday morning these children that are here fajr namaz they must be in the masjid if they not here fajr time on a sunday and we know sunday morning what is the condition of for masajid if they not here on a sunday morning monday they in trouble why won't you here for fajr namaz why we want them to live by the quran sharif so it's a lot of effort parents have made effort the mothers especially they make so much of effort between behind these children only allah tabaraku wa taala can reward allah taala can give them the reward and for what these children have gone through to become hafiz of the quran today they are giving two paras three paras door every day they are giving allah tabaraku wa taala can reward them and allah taala grant them the highest ranks in dunya also and in akhirat and allah accept each and every one of them and their families and all of us for his deen inshallah inshallah now we'll have khatam of the quran inshallah first we'll have